Welcome to Style Your Mind, a podcast for women who are ready to choose themselves, become their own permission slip, and create a life and career they're obsessed with. I'm your host, Carol Alba-Leba, best-selling author of Girl Code and more, master life coach, and mentor to women entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with women on the edge of change, and I've worked with hundreds of women around the world to help them curate a gorgeous mind and a fabulous life. Join me each week for empowering conversations and actionable tools you can use right now to design your thoughts, step into your power, and fulfill your potential. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the show. Today, I'm bringing you an encore episode that I feel really strongly about sharing again. It's my conversation with my friend and fellow entrepreneur, Amanda Francis. Amanda is my most frequented guest. In fact, I've had her on the show three times, so this is kind of a big deal. She's a self-made multimillionaire, thought leader, business coach, self-proclaimed money queen, and most importantly, a great friend of mine who I admire and respect very much. I decided to share this episode again because I feel like now more than ever, we're in a time where people are looking at their lives and at whether or not their relationship with money and the dynamics at play in their finances do or do not serve them, feel good to them, or frankly, work for them. If you've ever felt like there is never enough money for you, or maybe you feel paralyzed by the fear that money might run out, if you felt anxiety over thinking about whether or not your bills are due, or maybe you just feel like you're not the kind of person that will ever have money, and maybe, let's be really real here, you're waiting for someone to come save you, like a rich husband, an inheritance, or the lottery. If you've ever struggled with money in any way, this episode will rock your world. Amanda and I get deep fast. We're unraveling all the bullshit stories we all grew up with because we all have a money story and an upbringing that has definitely impacted it. She's going to help you realign your identity, tap into your next level, understand how money truly works, and become your version of the wealthy woman. Before we dive in, I want you to check out the show notes for a very exclusive link for you. Amanda has decided to reopen enrollment for her best-selling course, Money Mentality Makeover, the course that has changed my life and the lives of thousands of women around the world. When you sign up for the waitlist for this course, which is going to open next week, you will receive instant access to all of her free money manifesting resources that she's created over the years. You'll also get a discount code you can use for the course, which opens for pre-sale next week. There's no obligation to enroll in Money Mentality Makeover by signing up for the waitlist, so I would honestly just jump on it to get the content because it's that good. I think I love Amanda so much because she's so generous. You guys know that I constantly give out a lot of free content. She is the exact same way, so get on her mailing list, get on that waitlist, make sure that you click that direct link so that you get those specific money manifesting resources. You're going to get meditations. You're going to get videos. You're going to get all sorts of content that will help you. Again, whether or not you do the course, that's totally up to you, but definitely get the content. Grab a pen and a paper. This episode I said is going to rock your world. You're going to love it. Share it with anyone that you think it would be helpful for. I truly feel like this is perfect timing for all of us. So enjoy. If for any reason you can't access the link or you need help accessing the link, please email me directly at cara at thechampagnediet.com and I'll hook you up. And without further ado, here is my conversation with Amanda Francis. Enjoy. Okay, Amanda, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. I think this is your third time on the podcast. So thank you for joining us and coming back. 
Third, am I the most repeated guest? I think you are. <laughs> wow. I feel really honored and magical. Your podcast you is loved. I mean, there's so many amazing podcasts out there, but the people who love your podcast love your podcast. Thank you. And you know, I no, really only bring on, thank you. I appreciate that. I re, and everybody knows listening. I really only bring on guests when I really want that person on and when I really want to share that person. So I'm very selective in who comes on the show. And obviously I adore you and love you. And I'm excited that you're here and I'm going to get to share you with everybody again in 2020. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Okay. Mutual so admiration I, society. Okay. Aw, I love you. Okay. So tell everybody who's listening, who may not know you, who may have not heard me rave about you constantly, give us a little short five minute intro to kind of who you are and what you do in the world. My name's Amanda Francis. I own a company that creates online training programs primarily for women entrepreneurs. The exception to the women entrepreneur thing is my courses on money or are for absolutely everyone. I believe and have, I don't know, learned and discovered and become very, very aware of and taught repeatedly now that the vibration of money, the energy of money, how money works in the world and how money gets to work for us and support us is definitely not limited to a job or a career path or being an entrepreneur or any of these things. And we have like lots of constructs and limiting beliefs around like all the reasons why money can't come easily. Like we don't have the right degree or the right this or the right that or we're not the right kind of entrepreneur in this industry or that or it doesn't work if you're in this kind of corporate job or a teacher. Or and it's all bullshit. So in like my passion for helping women to make money through all my digital courses that were on business, I came to really, really love just teaching about money and how money works and the energy of money for everyone. And I would say that's probably what I'm the most known for. Um, do you think that covers it? Yes. And we're going to dive into okay. all of that. And I love that you went straight into... Um, who your work is for, because I think there are a lot of misconceptions in our world, in the world of entrepreneurship, that you have to be a life coach or you have to be a business owner to yeah. take in either of our content, right? Like I think you and I both speak to every single woman. And I know you speak to a very specific woman when you talk about money and the energy of money. Can you want to like talk about that? Because I think that will really help set the tone for this interview, because I really think everybody listening is going to be able to relate on a, a deep level. So who is yeah. the woman that goes, you know, checks out Amanda Francis and, and re <sighs> absorbs your content. The woman who knows there's a better way, the woman who was meant to believe in, her, in herself, the woman who's going to make a difference for herself and her life and her family and her world. Like, I don't know. I'm sure you felt this way. Like you had your job at MTV. Like I was a nanny and a therapist. I was in ministry before that, but like, I knew I was made for greatness, right? Like I knew I was made for shit. I knew. And it didn't matter. The path was like curvy and weird there was something on the inside of me that wanted to like come out, you know? And like, I think the women who end up diving into my stuff, it, it doesn't really matter at all what your career is, truly. Like, I of course love the entrepreneur who says like, I tripled my company's like revenue when I took your course. But I also really, really love the one who says, I don't know where the fuck that $50,000 raise came from. You know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. the woman, like I had a woman a few years ago who I'll never forget was living in a homeless shelter with her children, used her tax, like left an abusive marriage, used her tax return to sign up through the course and was manifesting the apartment and the job to get out of the shelter through the course. Like 
What wow. they all have in common is they want better for their lives and they're tired of the story that in some way they're flawed or they fucked it up or they don't have what it takes or it can't happen for them. They're just over it. Yes. And speaking of feeling like you had that inner knowing, I know I definitely did. And I'm sure a lot of the women listening feel that way, but it wasn't easy growing up in our culture, our society. You know, obviously we're both born and raised here in the States, but there is a very specific way that you are kind of taught to do life. So can you talk mm-hmm. to us about your background? Cause I know you didn't grow up with money. I didn't either. No. So can you like walk us through what your money relationship was at a young age, what you saw happening in your family and how that shaped you? So my mom was 100% of the time, very, very distraught about money, very fearful and worried, um, was constantly, she had this like notebook and was always standing in the kitchen, writing down like every expense, every single dollar amount that went out, just like waiting for the money to run out that month. So it was like a, a fixation on the energy of not enough and a lot of fear. So my, we had my mom doing that. We had my dad being like just the good, <laughs> I want to call him like a good old boy. He's from Texas, like being the good man who worked the same job for 35 years, wasn't really worried about, I mean, it's not that, it's not that he didn't ever set his sights on a razor promotion, but like we were living off, you know, 40 something thousand dollars a year as a family of four in Oklahoma. And like, we were okay. Like he was going to work his job and live his life and be proud of supporting his family. My mom was going to complain and worry about money all the time. And I, th- this little child is like, why are none of us living our dreams? I'm like, what, like <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just thinking, Yeah. I remember saying to um, a friend's dad, a friend of mine's dad got a new job. And I was like, how's the new job? He's like, it's okay. It's a job. I'm like, do you love it? He's like, love it. A job. Like, I just believed always that there was going to be a way for me to love my job, love my career and make money. So that was kind of always happening in me. And I really, really always wanted to help, help people and live a fabulous life. So like my heart was kind of set on that, I think always, but like, I didn't know how the fuck I was going to do that. Like, I mean, no one in Sand Springs, Oklahoma is like, you can defy all the odds. That wasn't like the dialogue, you know, in the community. So, and nothing wrong with where I came from, but I think the standards that were kind of like birth inside of me just weren't very common or the desires weren't very common. So I like, I went to school and I put myself through school and I put myself through grad school and like, I don't know. I tried, like I said, I tried lots of different careers on my path to helping people and making money from the ministry world to the therapy world to lots of odd jobs in between. Um, but, but no, I, I didn't have, I can't, like there wasn't one single person in my world that could be like a mentor to me and what all of this is going to be, you know? Yeah. And I actually went through the same experience. I didn't see anybody doing what I wanted to do. In fact, everyone around me said, writers don't make money. You're never going to make a career as an author. You're never going to be able to be this creative who also is abundant and earns income doing what she loves. So I completely relate to you. And I think everybody listening feels that way. It's really sad, but I, I do think that's why it's important to highlight these stories and share this because we have to change the dynamic. It's almost a responsibility that we have as women to share everything that we're doing and the people around us are doing and 
the resources that we have and things like your course, Money Mentality Makeover, and all of your content and my content to show people that it's possible. Because it's, I think one of the things that I've seen you talk about a lot is that it's not greedy or shameful to want to make money or to manifest money or to be wealthy. You know, no. and I think there's so much guilt around, especially women when it comes to that. So can you speak on that a little bit? Cause I'm sure you see it constantly with your clients and your, your girls. Yeah. Well, we think we're supposed to just be grateful for what we have and, or, and that we're like, we're an ungrateful, greedy, selfish, wrong person if we want more. And it's like, you can love and appreciate what you have so far and still be ready for the next level. Like not just can you, but you, you're meant to, you're supposed to, you should. Like, I think there can be this really beautiful balance of really appreciating anything and everything you have so far and just knowing you're going to keep up leveling, going to the next level. Like I, I had a really big shift. God, what year is this? This is probably like 2015. Um, I had been an entrepreneur for a few years. My business had only been fully online for like maybe six or nine months or something. And I was sitting in a hotel in, a, in the lobby, like journaling, and I was tapping into my next like income desire, which I think was like a $20,000 a month, which was going to mean more than doubling my income at the time. And I remember like deciding, like locking it in, being like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to like, I'm going to take this to the next level. This means I'm helping so many more people. I'm earning so much more money. And I was just like getting into it. And I like, I felt like the fear that had kind of been in my head for a lot of years was like, God was going to be mad at me. Like I had asked for too much now. Like, but what I felt instead when I was journaling, having like my kind of spiritual, like meditative moment is it felt like a chorus of angels rejoicing. And I just had this like revelation of like, all that is good in the world rejoices when I go big. Like, like all the women that want to empower women, like the, the divine understanding that women <laughs> can do some good shit in this world. I mean, it's so fucking clear in our yeah. political climate and, and in the economy and business world, how much we need women empowered resourced doing shit. And when I just felt this feeling that like heaven and earth rejoice when I go big, I was like, I'm never, ever, ever going to feel bad ever again for setting my next income goal. This is what I am meant to do. And I've done it, you know, over and over and over and over. Oh, I to love the tune that. $500,000 months is now the income goal. Yes. Oh, have we gone there? <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. That makes, I mean, it was like bound to happen, but, and I feel like we're going to look back next year and be like, oh my God, 500,000. Like, no, they're million dollar months now. That's incredible. Incredible. Like everybody listening, like take that in. (laughs) That's your, was your month, not your year, (laughs) your month. And I think it's, you said something, um, just now. And you said, this is in my notes too, because you, I've heard you say this many times and I think is so powerful. You said, when women are more resourced, we do more good and money amplifies people. And I feel this in my own life. I was just reflecting this week and I was like, you know, just have those moments where like things are at a lull and you actually have like a second to catch your breath and you think, and I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here in this apartment in Manhattan that I pay the rent for by myself. I, you know, I earn a multiple six figure salary doing work. I love, I've got a personal trainer. I've got a dog walker, cleaning woman, a business manager. They're all women that I get to Mm -hmm. pay 
to do jobs mm-hmm. that they love to do that empower them to have lives they love. And none of it would be possible if I didn't think it could be possible. And you have inspired me to level up constantly and continue to, to do the, that work and to continue to not feel bad about it and continue to sh- like share it, proudly share it. So, I mean, I think it's just yeah. so, yeah, we, we have to, like, like I said, it's a responsibility. Like we are meant to be wealthy and it is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. And I don't even know where we came up with the idea that like, I think we're just, we're afraid of our greatness. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of all the like negative things that maybe someday somehow could happen if we expand, you know, how we play in the world. But like, no, I mean, I keep going next and next and next and next level. And I think I just kind of have like an agreement with myself and with God and with the world that like, as I go bigger, it's going to be, it's going to be for good. It's going to mean good things. I'm not like, I think there is probably a dynamic possible that some people get stuck in where like, you know, bad things have to happen to create good things. Or if they're, if they have a lot of good in their life now, something bad has to happen. I think they're that sure. That's a reality you can choose. But like, I have not yet at all felt like that helping more people, making more money, employing more people, any of that was creating some kind of negative bad in my life in the least. It has only improved every area of my life. Yeah. And don't you feel like it's the opposite when we're struggling and we don't have money and we don't have resources that creates more fear and more anger. Oh oh, yeah. Like a downward spiral of never enough and nothing working out for me and I don't have the things I need. Yeah. That's a a spiral I don't want to be in. Yeah. Yeah. So you have an incredible course that I have taken and that I continue to revisit all the time whenever I need a boost called Money Mentality Makeover. And if you guys are listening right now, check out the show notes because I've included a link, a special link that you can enroll in the course. It's literally the only course I endorse publicly. I support everybody. I really do, but I don't endorse many things. This is actually the only thing that I really, really can get behind because I've done the work myself. Um, So Amanda, talk about Money Mentality Makeover, what the course means. I mean, it's just incredible. It's changed so much throughout the years. It just keeps getting better and better. And this is, oh, enrollment is open now. You do it once a year, right? So this is the only yeah, time people are going to be able to get it until the 14th. Yeah. So um, talk to us about the course. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. It, like this course is the craziest thing. So, it's kind of like a runaway train in the best way possible. I feel like it's totally. expanding. I knew... Uh, I knew somewhere along the path that I was creating something bigger than me, but yeah, it like, it has a life of its own. Like it, it is like, it's infused with this energy of like transformation and healing and receiving and having shifts in perspective. Like uh, it's, it's a whole, like I call it's not even a course anymore. It's like an experience in a container, you know? Um, okay. So let me tell, I'll tell the origin story a little bit. So I'm sitting on the rooftop of a hotel in Dallas, Texas that I couldn't afford to stay in. And I'm How journaling. long ago was that? Was that Another journal story. Um, <laughs> I really have to think about that. Okay, let's see. Had I already quit my PhD program? Yes. It, was, it had to be 2014, I think. Okay. Yeah, early in the year 2014. Okay. So I'm sitting on a rooftop and I journal, God teach me how to earn and receive money. And I promise I'll teach women everywhere to do the same. And it was like, it was like a moment I meant it. And you know, a little while after that, I had an idea for a digital course called become a, become a coach. So I started teaching women 
who some were like therapists like me, some of the other backgrounds, but how to start coaching businesses. So like this, I journal this thing and I create my first digital course and it does impact my income. I mean, there was other things that happened. A lot of things happened kind of all at once around how I was charging clients, new clients coming in, creating this first digital course where I started having a different experience around income and around money. And so I was like, I think I have to teach this. That's what I told God I would do. So I create, um, probably about a year later, I take everything I had been... So a little bit more background is I've been studying energetics and metaphysics and spirituality and religion for like my whole life since I was like 13. So I understood how to attract things to myself. I knew I was creating my life, but I didn't think I'd ever done a super good job applying it to money. And I spent this time, this like year applying it to money. And I was like, I think I have to teach what I've learned so far. So I start this course called Money Mentality Makeover. And the first three modules are just like really basics. Like this is what I'm learning about how to set a goal, like get really clear on a goal around money, remove limiting beliefs around money and become a vibrational match for money. And like I had four people sign up the first year, but you know, like 30 people sign up the second time and like a hundred people sign up the third time. And it's just, it kind of grew and grew and grew. And so as I learned more about money and then, you know, not just about receiving money, but having money, keeping money, saving money, now investing money, like I'm sitting in a $3.5 million house that I own. I have two other investment properties, seven figures in between investment accounts and savings accounts. Like I've become a wealthy woman and this has been over a six year journey. So for six years, since those first three modules, I've either added a new module or bonus videos over the years. So we're up to a six module course. I'm teaching module seven live this year with the class of 2020 and 22 bonus videos that are 14 hours of content. So we have, I mean, we, we have so much in there, videos on releasing the past and forgiving yourself around money, videos on debt, on earning, on savings, um, on manifesting more quickly. You love module six. That's like the next level manifesting in your sleep one. It's just become this really full, full, full thing because I keep growing in my understanding of money and how I use money and have money and keep money and save money. And I just want to be clear, like this isn't all possible just because I've had a successful company and I make more and more money. Like there's plenty of people making more and more and more and more money still having debt still never having savings, like all of that, like making money in itself without changing your energy and standards won't do anything. But there's also plenty of people who've been a business owner for a very long time, not doubling their income every year, right? So it's like, I think how I teach to receive the money is kind of, I don't know. I love the way I teach it. I think I set a beautiful standard on how we get to earn and receive more, but then I set these other really great standards about how we get to be empowered women with money because just taking in money and not knowing what the fuck to do with it isn't necessarily the vibe either. So we yeah. talk about and spending just, and fucking all of it, you know? Yes. And I just want to stop you there because that's like the biggest shift for me the second time around that I did the course or, and I not like, I don't go fully through the course. Like, and I think that's, what's cool about it. You can just kind of like dip in when, to whatever you want to take in at that point. Totally. Yeah. I have always been really good at earning. Like that's the energy that I like just like shine in. Like I can make it, it comes in, there, there's no struggle there. For me, the challenge has always been managing it. So like overspending or not saving the right way or like not investing in the right things. Like, so I love that you're able to meet people where they're at and they can get whatever they need out of the course at any point in their lives. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Like that's my whole intention is that it grows with people forever, forever. Right. Like we could, we could stop it right now or we could have stopped it two years ago or whenever. And it would have been a full complete course. It's been, it's technically been done since 2015 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, I love that people enroll once and have it forever. All content and updates for life. I want it to grow with people. So there's people who are like, I can't believe I bought this five years ago and you're still giving me shit every year. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how this course works. Like, um, yeah. but that's part of what makes it so powerful. Like, you know, to have thousands of students who love it and like talk about their positive experiences and still grow inside of it. Like it's, I don't know, kind of a magical thing. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that there are people listening right now who are like, okay, this sounds amazing, but I can't even imagine, I can't relate to you because I can't even pay my phone bill this month or- Well, we all started I, there, right? I mean- Right. Well, maybe not so, all of us. Those of us on the phone, on this, on this uh, Zoom yeah. understand that feeling, yes. Yeah. And I, I just want to like think of, I want to talk to those women for a minute because I think that's like really- that's the place people find themselves. Like that's where the limiting beliefs really start. It's like, well, I'm not even going to bother with this because, you know, I make whatever, $10 an hour at my job or I can't even, you know, afford to get a pedicure. How does somebody Mm -hmm. shift into a space where she's even able to let herself attempt this course or attempt to put these Mm. strategies into place? Like what is the one thing she has to do to get there? Well, well, that's like the situation you're describing that kind of scenario is the reason I can't update the first three modules, you know, like the reason that I don't re-record the earlier content is because it's like, I was the, the goals I was setting at that time, the things that I were working on were a more relatable, but B I'm able to break it down so much more simply because I was so much newer at it. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. that's part of why I keep it that way. Um, but what I would say to her is you do it one step and one day at a time. This is not something that you're going to be a genius at all at once. None of us are. This is something that we, you choose that you're worthy of a different experience around money. You, you choose that you get to feel better. You decide that that's even possible for you. And then every day your job, in my opinion, is to take in a little more content that supports the direction you're going. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I think listening to me or someone like me, so my course or something else that feels good for you, like in the car or in your earbuds or on the subway, journaling affirmations around what you get to have, like creating your dream life. I think what I believe is every time we tap into a higher vibration around money, meaning anything that feels better around money, anytime you can Feel it, sense it, imagine it, see it. Anytime you can tap into the energy of it just a little bit, it will add up and add up and add up and add up and add up. So your job right now is to imagine a life where the phone bill's always paid. To think about how it would feel if you were just fully on the other side of this reality. Um, so that would be kind of like the bigger vision to hold. But as far as like having your current experience feel better... There's definitely been people in the course that have set their goal for that month or that bill or that thing or whatever. How would it feel? How will you feel? Let's just decide it's already done. How will you feel when you've just paid that phone bill and it's no longer a thing anymore and you've taken care of it for this month and the next month and whatever? Like, How will that feel? What would you be thinking? What would you be saying to yourself? If it were already done, what would be going on inside of you? If you can begin to create that experience internally, 
the external world would begin to realign to that. And it's such a fun thing to create, to use your imagination. You did something, but we're similar in this way. Like, and I think like people probably think we're crazy when we're doing these things, but we know that they work. (laughs) Totally done this. You you (laughs) talked about how when you wanted to buy your house, you would just like drive by it constantly. Like, oh my God, I broke into this house every day. I was a psychopath. (laughs) I was sitting, I'm looking at the backyard now. So it's so funny. But I would walk like, what in the world? I would go through the gate, walk around. I understand there's some like white privilege going on in this scenario that I felt safe to do this, but I would like park my car, go through the, let myself in through the front gate, let myself in through the side gate. I put in PS so much more heavy duty locks on all those gates. Like you need codes to get in now. There's cameras, (laughs) like what the previous owner was thinking. Anyway, so I go through the front gate, go through the side gate, walk around the house, sit in the back at the pool. But it was so intentional. I was sitting at that pool imagining this house was mine. I was like, this is my house. Here's what I'm doing on a Friday night. I'm sitting at my pool. Except I was sitting at the pool in the dark (laughs) because I didn't know how to get inside (laughs) and turn on the lights. But yeah. I was acting yeah, crazy. And you, you guys can when you go to the link for the course, you will see Amanda floating in the pool. <laughs> in the yes, pool. it's She's the same fucking pool. Yeah, no, that's it's so, so weird. Yeah. But it's so crazy. important to let yourself have that dream, right? Like even if for some reason that house didn't happen this time around, I feel that you would have gotten that house or something better, right? Like you always say this or something yeah, better. Exactly. It, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah it always works out in your favor. And I think that's the first step is just understanding and fully believing that and embodying that. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's been, I've been doing this for years. Like a lot of apartments that I leased for a season or a time, I stood in the neighborhood of that apartment like a year before, a few years before. And I was like, God, I want to live here. Like, I think we, and now I've done it with a house that I own. I've done it with two houses that I own. Actually, one of my rental houses, I, biked in front of in college, parked my bike and said, God, I want to own one of these condos. And it's so fucking weird because now I do. But I think my point is like, we don't even allow ourselves to dream. We don't even allow ourselves to, to not just ask what we want, but let ourselves realize what it is that we want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think life wants to work for us. Life wants to come together magically for us. Like, yes, there will be work. Kara and I both work very hard. The graphics and the sales page and the Instagram and the social media and the books and the courses and the things do not fucking create themselves. So it's not that there isn't effort involved, but it's effort that I loved combined with my belief that life is working out for me and everything is behind me and it's, it gets to come together for me. Because you can do a lot of hard work without any belief and the work won't go nearly, nearly, nearly as far. Mm-hmm. It's so true. So you have to have some fears that occasionally come up around money. Like what? Oh yeah, totally. What I'm still human for you. Yeah. Like we all do. Right. So like what comes up for you now these days and how do you handle them? Oh my gosh. Well, someday, one of the weird things is like, it'll like earlier today, I was texting someone who was editing a video and then I was texting someone who was working on a graphic. Then I was texting someone like, you know, just all these people who are on my team. And I was like talking to so many people about so many different things. And I was like, I pay a lot of people. <laughs> like, because when the business first started, it was just like, you know, I was paying one VA a couple hundred dollars a month. Um, well, when the business first started, it was just me. A few years in, I was paying one VA a couple hundred dollars a month. And it was like, if I decided I need to get rid of the VA, I just would. 
But now we have like more of an empire going on. <laughs> like I pay a lot of people. And so sometimes I like, it's a kind of a feeling of, am I getting in over my head and have I done too much? But I think I'm very clear. And this is the thing I've been clear on for a very long time is that I just, my standard is that I earn way more than I can spend. It doesn't how many, matter how many people I'm paying for various things. It doesn't matter what other things I need to buy or do or have or save and invest. Like, I just believe it doesn't matter how much money needs to go out, more is coming in. And I just have this like, I mean, it's essentially like kind of like a profit margin standard, basically. You know what I mean? It's like everyone mm-hmm. in, in normal world is working so hard to keep expenses down to keep like, like the profit margin higher or whatever. And I think I just have had an energetic standard around it forever that I'm going to just be an overflow when it comes to money. I'm going to always have more than I know what to do with. So, um, but yeah, that fear gets triggered and it'll, it gets triggered every time I kind of go to a next level of doing something really crazy. Like, um, do you want a quick story? Yeah. Okay. Quick story. So I buy this house. I have to put the down payment on the house. It's like $700,000 fucking dollars, right? And then I have to pay my taxes. It's like $300,000 fucking dollars. And then, then I'm in the house, right? Like my taxes are paid. Like this was all in the course of a few months that the tax payment and the down payment were due. And so then I'm living in this casually, casually releasing a million dollars. It's fine. Right, <laughs> right. That's going to get you up against your new edge or it had me up against a new edge for sure. But I say this um, in my money book, which has not been released yet in case you're monitoring, but I say this in my money book. um, I say that at the end of all that, I still had $300,000 in savings. And I was shocked because when I started the whole journey, it looked like by the time I paid these things, there was going to be no way I was going to have any money left. It looked like I was going to have to spend all my money. But by the time it was all said and done, just through like the way I earn and receive money and I continued to make money and the down payment was a little bit less than I thought it would be, la, 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 la. I still had $300,000 left, which had been my energetic minimum around savings for a couple years. So it was like, isn't it interesting? I spent all this money, but I still got that amount that for a long time has been that I can't imagine having less than this amount, which is one of the things I teach in the course energetic minimums around how, like how you earn and what you receive each month and savings and debt and all of it. We have minimums and maximums for everything. So I was like, okay, I still have $300,000. This is good. And then I hire an interior designer and she gets me the, um, what's it called? She gets me the proposal for the remodeling of the couple of rooms I want to remodel and to furnish the whole house. And I was thinking it'd be like a $150,000 proposal. And it was a $400,000 proposal. And I am like, this proposal is more than I have. Like, what is happening? I got the wrong house. It needs too much work. I'm doomed. <laughs> like, I mean, ev- like I wasn't going crazy, but like there was, there was, there was discomfort there. I was experiencing discomfort around money that I haven't experienced in a long time. The down payment didn't freak me out so bad because this was the fourth real estate deal I had made. So I kind of understood releasing a large amount of money is part of this. But the renovation that's just me doing something because I want to. Who am I to redo a house to that standard because I want to? Like that was really, really, it was a whole new thing I had to deal with inside of myself. So then I, for the first time in years, start to believe I will always 
make more than I spend unless I do $400,000 in renovations. I got all in my head about it. I didn't want to pay. And it wasn't $400,000 at once. It was payments over four months. And I'm about to make the last payment. Um, But it wasn't like just $100,000 a month payments. I probably could have got my head around that. It was like you pay a big bulk of it up front and then you pay like the last 10% at the end, right? So like some, like one of the payments was like a $200,000 fucking payment. So like I was just up against my edge of what I believed. And it was really, really, really hard to be that uncomfortable. Um, and I did not like it at all. So I felt really uncomfortable for a couple months. And then finally I was like, Amanda, do you believe that all of this that you teach is true or not? Like, how does this actually work for you? And I was like, I'm going to have to believe it's true. I'm not going to take money out of savings to make any of these payments. And so like some of the months it looked like I was going to have to take money out of savings and some months, like it just, it was never fucking comfortable for any of it. But I can successfully say that we are nearly done with all of it. The house is nearly done. I did not take a dollar out of savings. It looked like I was going to have to for a moment. There's a, we have a a vlog coming out about this. It looked like I was going to have to. In the end, I didn't have to. And I think the moral of the story is I made myself crazy based on what was going on in my head. And then when I realigned what was going on in my head and realigned my energy to it, I created a different reality. Like by time the money my company made, you know, was like collected for the month and then like transferred. And then by time I was paid just the way the dates and the numbers worked out, like I got to have what I wanted, which was not taking anything else out of savings and having the house I wanted but feeling worthy of the house and feeling worthy of putting that, like throwing that much into something. Oh my God. Does that help demonstrate? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll always be up against an edge if we're growing, you know? Right. And I will also point out the fact that not only did you get through it, but then your income just continued to increase and you hit your half a million dollar month. And, you know, so it's, you're always supported. Like you always say this, you're always supported. You were always supported. The exception was the two months that I was believing that my rule that you always spend more or you always earn more than you can spend. The two months I wasn't fully believing that, my company was like, it was, we weren't having bad months. We just weren't having Amanda Francis Inc. months. It was like we were having kind of, why is income dipping a little month? So like, but it was just a reflection of my own fear. Income didn't have to go down during that time. I allowed myself to really waver on how things worked for me. Does that make sense? But then yes, of course. Yeah. I realigned, I snapped back out of it and we're thriving again. Yes. Yes. I love it. Love it. So I want to start to wind down a little bit and I want everybody to jump off of this podcast immediately and sign up for the course. The link is in the show notes. The link is in my bio on Instagram. You can also message me, email me. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a bonus gift for anybody that signs up and is one of my students with Amanda for the 2020 enrollment period. If you guys pay in full, you're going to get a private 30 minute coaching session with me. So that's a $500 value. That's insane. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Like super excited about that. And if you guys do the payment plan, you're going to get six months for free in the style of your mind Academy, which is my coaching membership. So that's also Yeah. I'm really valuable bonuses, like really high quality bonuses, getting to talk to you about fucking anything, anything. Yeah. I I really feel like I just want people to, I don't want anyone to hesitate on this. I, and I, you and I both feel the same way. We want women to be wealthy. We want women to be powerful. Every single woman should have the opportunity to do whatever the fuck she wants to do in life, whether it's buying herself a Birkin or traveling the world and teaching 
you know, young girls about being empowered. Like it like literally can look like anything. There's no judgment around it. And I think you and I both feel the same way when it comes to, mm-hmm. comes to what people and what they deserve. So can you leave us with something tonight just for everybody to take with them as they move on and work through this new year and become their most abundant selves? Just one little piece of wisdom or advice or a mantra or something that, that really helps you. You get to have your desires. Like you're made to have your desires. It doesn't matter if the next desire is to be able to afford a monthly blowout or to pay bills more easily or to help your family in a different way. Like I just really fully believe that our desires are our internal guidance and it's safe to do the things you want to do and it's safe to create more of the life you want to live. And, and the world actually really needs you to. Like we need as many examples as possible of women living their best life, doing their thing and empowering others. Oh, I love that. I just got chills. We need as many examples as possible. That's like- We beautiful. do. We Thank do. Thank you. Yes, okay, I love you, friends. Love you too. Thank you so much for pouring into everybody. This is just gold and I'm just so grateful that you did this for us. So thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Anytime. Love you. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together and I truly appreciate your listenership. If you loved this episode, please consider leaving me a review on iTunes so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, you can visit thechampagnediet.com. I'm also on Instagram at thechampagnediet, and you can find all my books on Amazon just by searching my name. Till next time, cheers. Cheers.